the Upix Podcast with the property expert. If it's happening in Upland, it's the place you want to check first. With your host, who's stupid to win and thank me later. Bringing the strategy, musical charts with all the data. This is Upland, where the metaverse goes down. Genesis, San Fran, Rio, and all around. Don't miss a week, you never know what they'll say next. It's the Upland Property Access, baby, UPX. The name's Big Malls. Welcome to another exciting episode of the Upland Property Experts. I am your host, Too Stupid to Win, and as always, I'm joined by Thank Me Later, who uh, poisoned himself with uh, something right before showtime. So, yeah, well, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> something dropped out of my beard onto my hand, and then instinctually, I just ate it. Um, but I'm pretty sure it was like soap or something gross. I don't know. It was terrible, and I thought I was going to throw up. Like, but. Isn't that like Venus flytrap type stuff? It senses something and all of a sudden, and then just the natural reflexes to close. So, I, I mean, that's pretty. Pretty much. So, do you drop a lot of food in your beard? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Regularly, like chips, especially chip crumbs. And then, like, that's nine times out of 10, I'll like scratch my beard and like a crumb will fall out. And then I just like eat it because it's better than dropping it on the floor and getting ants. Um, but this time it was, it was not, it was not food at all. Um, I have no idea what it was, but I feel fairly confident now that it was some kind of soap. Nice. Now, have you ever had stuff in your beard the next morning when you woke up and then ate that? Hmm. That's, I mean, an extreme leftover. Like if it's at that point, I'm probably checking it. But, like, if it's, like, if I can see that it was, like, a part of a Dorito or something, yeah, probably. I mean, it was just sitting there. Like, if you fell asleep with a Dorito in your hand and you woke up, would you still eat it? I mean, if we're talking 10 or 15 minutes later or an hour, you know, fell asleep on the couch. No, no, no. I'm talking, like, you're watching. You're, like, eating a bag of chips, sleeping, right? I mean, you're in bed, and then you you fall asleep, and you wake up in the morning. Your alarm goes over. You're like, oh, crap. And there's a Dorito still in your hand. You, are you gonna eat it? Well, first, I don't eat Doritos in bed. I don't eat food in bed. Number one, <laughs> but no, but, but two. If I woke up with it in hand and I knew what it was and it, it survived the night, okay, yeah, I'm gonna eat it. But exactly. So this is just my face hand. Okay, what if it was pizza? I mean, pizza is even easier. What are you talking about? <laughs> like, we, who doesn't? I mean, no one, no one has any problem eating pizza out of a cardboard box why would it why like and how big do you think my chin is i just wake up with a piece of pizza not like a piece of pizza like a, like well, a crumb of pizza I, mean, I found a corn dog in my belly button but that's a whole different ball game um that Will be an interesting story for a later date, I think. Corn dogs and belly buttons. I don't know what you and your girl got going on, or you and your buddies, but uh, yeah. No comment. <laughs> what Hello. up, Usinate? Yeah, beards the ultimate flavor saver. There we go. Oh yeah, I forgot. <laughs> I always forget. There are people watching this. <laughs> yes, people watch this. And you nasty, nasty. <laughs> uh, yeah, you might be right on that one, though. Uh, probably so. All right. Um, we do have some stuff to talk about. Um, we have the market update. We have some legits going on, but not the NFLPAs like you're used to. 
another thrifty trader challenge and collections were released and i did run into a fellow og uplander uh yesterday so we'll talk about that too so jump right into it and of course as always we have the upland fantasy league updates and we also have an update on upex world which continues to do super cool stuff can't wait for that always so it keeps us running i like that we don't ever discuss that i like that you just assume that there's an update and like because we never talk about it before the show and so when you say that i'm like i actually get like a little excited like dude you got somebody coming on talking about and i'm like wait you just you just expect me to always have new stuff to share about it right i mean it's kind of like you expect me every week to put everything together and to talk about stuff so i mean I'm expanding your role. After two years, I'm expanding your role on the show. Whoa! I think I'm going to need. A, I'm going to need at least a hundred percent raise. Then, all right, done. Hundred percent raise from zero Thanks. to zero. <laughs> zero. <laughs> all right. Now we'll get into it. All right. And we got our market update for October sixth, twenty twenty two. Um. Dallas, Dallas rebounded. Um, I think it's inflated just because such a small piece of Dallas was released. But you expect to see that after an announcement of a collection reveal. So fair enough. You had the people that were speculating Mm -hmm. and now the collections are out and people want to get a piece of it. So they jump in. Um, And that's the thing. If you're chasing the collections, you got to look at the markup, though. Because if it's more than what your collection bonus is going to get you, you defeat the purpose of the whole buying that piece for the collection. I mean, unless you're a collector. I mean, because you're looking at it strictly from a financial investment perspective, not from a game I want to collect them all perspective. That's true. So that's And if, theoretically, in the long run, those would would likely hold their value longer and potentially sell for higher later. That is true. That That's the other side of the coin. You know, you have it from the gamer perspective and you have it from the, from the financial perspective too, even though the show is not financial advice. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, not, nothing too exciting in the top 10 this week. Uh, Las Vegas cracked back into the top 10. Cleveland fell out. Um, Dallas. I was looking at Dallas. The the uh, price per up square. Whew. Like I was like, oh, these look like you know nice size properties. They're like three hundred. Oh, is it post collection? Is that what happened? Yeah, I didn't even think of that. Still though, like three hundred grand for like what I would consider a basic place. Yeah, I already showed that. Oh, sorry. I, I just. Catching up. <laughs> I, I saw you waving and putting stuff up while I was looking at the numbers. Uh, it's, it, but yeah, I mean, that doesn't surprise me then on the floor. I honestly think, well, I mean, I guess we'll have to see how much more there is to release of it. But a lot. It, it, yeah, I know. That's the, that's the problem. Cause I, I go, based on like the current floor price and just the overall what's available to mint price, like, hmm. I don't know. I'm not saying Dallas is the new Manhattan, but it's not. Oh, okay. It's not. <laughs> but okay. and I think this is a new strategy because they don't want 
200,000 properties of city just sitting out there still uh, nine months after a release? Um, there it is. That's, yep, that's the missing piece. I don't know why I didn't think of that. Of course. Because I was like, they obviously like the multi-release. Like, that's, I think, I think they've nailed their formula for what they're looking to achieve, which is not to have a man. Well, that's really funny. Manhattan and LA, the tale of two cities, right? Like, I think that this, when we look back at Upland's history, will be a quintessential learning moment of Manhattan had too little, too cheap, and caused a massive influx when it sold out. So having cities sold out for that amount of time, that aggressively, will just ridiculously overdrive secondary market. And so then with LA... They were like, okay, well, we'll do two waves. We'll we'll space it out. But then they did too much too early, and honestly, the floor has plummeted because of it. Um, so I think using the the tapered approach of the initial city offering, the ICO, if you will, um, and then incrementally offering once it gets to like a certain threshold, so that way there's always there's always something new coming as well for the cities. Because, like, for instance, there's some places in Dallas that I have that haven't been released that I would be interested in. So now I have to keep watching every time there's a Dallas announcement. Oh, are they going to be releasing those neighborhoods? So it keeps people interested um, in having to check back with all your news. I think it's actually a pretty solid plan. And it offers a ton of diversity. Because now, like, L.A. killed the, the secondary market. But if you just do smaller pieces of cities you can pump out a lot more cities without flooding the market with properties. And then I wonder if that was one of the initial intentions or it was just something they discovered after the fact of doing it is the player retention, the player engagement and how it makes players check back more often into the game, waiting for the next release and to see if they're familiar with that city or if they're anticipating a particular area. I I wonder if that was pre-planned or it was something they realized after the fact. Um, probably one of those like happy coincidences. I, I don't think that they probably went into thinking that, but I mean, I can see just a ton of benefits also like for the data sites and stuff that are collecting the data. Like having to scrape an entire live city um, is very intensive and also is very intensive on their side. So having, you know, the initial uh, city release and then having all of the other metadata still available. So we know the neighborhoods um, and things like that. So it's easier to kind of pre-map the data as well. So there's a, just a ton of benefits to it. So I hope they keep the model, and I think I like it too. The the collection reveals what a week after go live. Yep. Like I think that like, that's a great amount of time. It keeps people active in the city for a little bit. Um, yeah, lots of benefits here. Nice. I think we got. I think we got the winner. Honestly, I yep. hope they don't keep tinkering. Yeah, right. And it's always been an evolution. You know, you had the bubble release in New York. I, could you imagine if they were still doing the bubble releases? Oh, my gosh. Hey, well, the th- bubble this release is, an is imp- paired with minting challenges, you mean? Yeah, this is an improved yeah. bubble release. Well, it, it's a it's a modified bubble yeah. release that everybody's involved in now, and you're not doing some sort of challenge to get an early access. Restrictive releases would it like... I appreciate what they were trying to do there. Um, 
big, oh, but who? But that backfired. Can you imagine with the current climate of this community? Oh, if man. they did something like that. Oh wow. Oh. <laughs> it's kind of, it's weird to think like that was just like what a year and a half ago two years oh it's getting like, close to two years it was it was around this time it, it was wow, september yeah. september august september october it was in that time frame i'd have to go back and look at, at the dates but you know that's when we introduced the new york minute on the show and we brought t davis on board oh, and, yeah. yeah yeah no but like it's it's crazy to think like two years ago like yeah, it was like whatever. It, you know, something new. We we had mixed reviews, but man, coming out today, oh, it'd be brutal. It'd be funny. Absolutely. All right. Moving on to the thirty day change. Um, you know, you can't divide by zero, right? I know. I I forgot to remove the formula. Shame. Shame. Yeah. Um. And then I forgot to remove the four weeks prior too because they weren't released. So that was the cities that used to be there. So <laughs> the, the four weeks ago price. So it Jeez. shows that it was up 71 and it's 43%. No, it was the cities that used to fill those positions on the spreadsheet. Oh my so gosh. Hey, it Can you imagine? We, this has to be the worst podcast in the history of podcasts, by the way. Absolutely. I fully no, agree. just because it's not like no the content of a guy. I just realized like, can you imagine watching this or listening to this as a pod? Dirk probably doesn't listen anymore. No, he probably gave up. He's got it. He'd be like, I, these guys, we're done with this. Mars Utah, what up, buddy? Rock on, brother. Um, but overall, from the last four weeks, Rutherford dropped over twenty percent, so it came back down to earth. Uh, in the OPEX price, um, and the Bronx came down 23%, but four weeks ago it was eight seventy. This week it's $6.69. Um, other than that, nothing really jumps off the page. Yeah, it shows a lot of red, but it's, you know, that's typical what you see from week to week, so I'm not concerned over 30 days. So speaking of red and putting in this in comparison, um, and I want to check it now just so that way I can give you the most accurate – so you remember, it was probably two years ago as well. I'd have to actually see. What, you know, I'm an avid non-crypto user. Everyone's like, oh, crypto, crypto, crypto. So I was like, oh, okay, it's on PayPal, so I can buy 200 of each stock. So I just bought whatever they had, and it was Bitcoin, Ethereum, Litecoin, and Bitcoin Cash, okay? So to give people an idea... So I bought 200 of each. What do you think? So my total portfolio was worth $800. What do you think my portfolio is worth now? 175. Dang, you wait. Wow. 251. I am down $564. I'm down 69%. Ouch. Like, can you imagine like I almost put like 10 grand in that day. I am so glad I did. <laughs> I would be so sad right now. So like, I, I also saw this week on Twitter, somebody said that uh, Top Shot's market is back to the pre-2021 surge, like price-wise for the moments and all that. It, it's back to, you know, the pre-2021 surge where everything got crazy and we all made stupid money for a month. 
Oh, that was the best. Dude, I I feel a little bit bad, but I told you. I literally, dude, I remember I was sitting on the floor of my living room and I was pleading with you. I was like, dude, I don't know why, but I'm telling you, sell now. Sell, sell, I, sell. I liquidated. I was like, boom. The, the worst part was, man, I, I had some big sales, but it was taking forever to get anything out. And I bought a bunch of shit at the peak. Oh, that's right. That that's right. That was a weird time. Like you, you could only get like, three grand out at a time, and it would take up to ten days to get that three grand out at the time. I'm like, this is going to take me like forever. I'm like, it's going to take over half a year. Well, two years later, now you don't have to worry about taking out that much. So I can all write it off in taxes. So that's fine. Selling now, big discount, and yeah. Uh, Moonshine Fuel says, buy high, sell low. <laughs> That's where I'm at right now. <laughs> good uh, good image for his YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> all right, moving on to the 12-week change. So going back all the way to July 14th. Um, Overall, it's you're either up 20 or down 20. Um, Manhattan was over 100,000. We thought it was rebounding, uh, but it just dropped back down to 85,000 up X. Um, you could get it properties for $71. Now today it's $52. That's the biggest shocker. Uh, nice to see that San Francisco's up 10%, but God, uh, under $20 San Francisco properties still amaze me right now being the Genesis city and everything. Yeah. But I think Upland's gotten away from, you know, I think all the landmarks should have been built in San Francisco by now. Um, And I think more stuff should have been rolled out that they wanted to test in San Francisco. Just my thoughts. Well, yeah, I'm definitely, I don't like how behind they are on the San Francisco landmarks. It feels very disingenuous to the, you know, the people who were early investors to have all of these brand new monuments coming out and, and landmarks and then essentially getting their building almost instantly. Like, and I'm not even talking, I mean, obviously, you know, the 12 free ones, but like <laughs> those who were voted like some of the most iconic pieces and landmarks in San Francisco for a reason. So, yeah, I do think that those should be there and especially the ones that were paid for there's no excuse like it should go chronologically if you bought it like that should be the cue yeah like like there's i I don't know it's it is it well i would say it doesn't it makes me want to not buy landmark but honestly it does make me want to buy landmark because i know that it'll be printed immediately but it makes me mad as somebody who knows other people (laughs) right so here is the Mm-mm. lowest percentage markup floor. So this isn't the cheapest property. This is just what the lowest markup is for each city. Um, Rutherford doing a lot better, staying pretty even at 333. Not a lot of movement this week. Um, San Francisco dropped, Fresno dropped, and I think I think San Francisco under 200% is always a great time to reinvest. You there? 
Yes. <laughs> I'm trying to negotiate. I'm trying to negotiate for a Black Series one. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I just need if you have a Black Series one, reach out to me. Pay in cash. There you go. Uh, but nothing, nothing too surprising overall. No, I mean, yeah, looks looks solid. I still think Fre- I just can't get into paying two hundred percent for Fresno. I know it's an early city and upland, but man, if Fresno is going it's for two hundred percent, it's the it's the price for up square. I know that's a that's a hundred percent it though. Like, yeah. It was pennies. It was pennies. It, it, it was square. pennies. That's why. That's where Fresno <laughs> burners came from. Oh my gosh, dude! I was buying like four thousand upsquare lots for like fifty thousand bags. Like <laughs> it, was sick. it was bedlam. I owned so many upsquares there. Yeah, oh, it was it's sick. crazy. I love Fresno sometimes. <laughs> So the cheapest property markups by city, you know, we talked that Manhattan was uh, way, well below the 5,000% mark, but uh, it came back. It came back. So what are you doing to that poor llama? Its head just what? keeps popping in there. I don't know what you're talking about. Right. Anyway, um, Rutherford down to 1,800%. But it's always very interesting looking at these... Uh, up X floor markup percentages. So, well, I mean, like I like the Dallas is at almost 300% immediately. Right. Like, but I like that tells you like, yeah, that's where the money is. Buy cheap, buy cheap floor properties and Insta flip for three X. Right. Cause this is just a floor market percentage. I feel bad yeah. for that llama. Um, yeah, buy cheap, mark it up 3x, 4x, and you make money all day long. Well, I think you just got to be under the floor, right? Yeah. You got to be, you, you got to play the floor. So, because once that, like, you can't just mint anything, because that's the problem. I think that's what people, the problem people have, and I think that's probably a good clarification to make. Not just buy low, buy the floor. You cannot, if the floor, Mint is three to four thousand up X, right? Which puts your, you know, that's where you're at that ten thousand up X flip. You cannot buy a seven thousand up X property and expect to sell it for fourteen thousand up X. Like you, you'll only be able to sell it for ten thousand up X because that's the floor. Like any margin above the floor is not really interesting to most people. So if you want to actually have turnover through your inventory, you have to really play the floor, not anything else. Yes. And the bottom five city floors in Upland um, stays pretty stable. Detroit, Rio, Porto, Queens, and Chicago. Hey, all, I mean, to me, like that's, you know, everything's kind of creeping up or staying good. Like, yeah, that's what I want to see on my floor. I should do, I should start generating the comparison of four weeks ago and 12 weeks ago too on these to see where, where it's based off of. Cause mm. I, I've had the d- data for a while. I just haven't thought of that till now. So I'll work on that for future episodes. And then good. here's the U S dollar, uh, market percentage Rio still under 50% at 44%. So you can get, 
U.S. dollar properties for forty four percent. Man, you know what else has been crazy? Um, block explore. Man, the whole market has been really soft. I, I mean, the market for everything's been soft. Stocks, yeah. crypto, NFTs, everything. Absolutely yeah. everything. Man, Rio, forty four percent. Yeah, come on, Rio, get it together. And you got Nashville at fifty percent. Uh, I mean, like, geez. <laughs> I mean, we kind of expect it. It's crazy to see these numbers. Like, L.A. is a tier one city. Fifty four percent selling for fifty four percent mint. <sighs> Man, it's all right. It's all right. It's all right. It's all right. All right, sold out. Arlington's only 23% sold out. Interesting. Dallas at 51%. They were added to the list. Uh, Porto at 95 and Rio at 98. Everybody else is pretty much kind of hanging, you know. Maybe Wait, not. did we ever get, were we going to get the, like, percent changes on this? Um. Yeah, I can get that for next week. That'd be cool. How far do we want to go back? Four weeks? Uh, no, just week to week. Week to week? Okay. We can add it. Yeah. We've done that a couple of times. It's been a while since we did it. So, but yeah, I'll definitely get it yeah. added to next week. Yeah, no, this is, it's interesting. I like these. It's really, to me, this is kind of cool to see all the unminted and like, cause this becomes like, it's like an interesting market now. Yes. Of like, and the list has expanded. Now the list has expanded, but the overall unminted properties numbers continue to go down. So that's at least a good sign. You're adding more cities, so you have more availability, more variety, but still the overall availability is coming down. Yeah, so I can see, um, yeah, I can see them saying like, "Hey, five hundred thousand. We don't want to have more than half a million available." Um, I, I can see that being like the really upper upper limit. Um, but maybe they maybe they would even want to be at like three fifty or or four hundred, I guess. But like I can see them seeing LA as an outlier, right? Like I think we discussed that. That was the two the two uh pump dump of LA <laughs> and uh did not go very well and now has left a, a massive amount of inventory like because I would imagine if you have like 15,000 properties available or 20,000 properties in every city all the time, that would be pretty cool. Like if you had, if you were able, oh, that feels a lot more like um, when they keep releasing things and then eventually it gets retired, right? So like imagine each city is almost like a season so you have like the first season of Dallas and then the second season. And so it just keeps growing until it's retired, which would then be like, hey, that's it. Everything's released. But if you always had a, like 20,000 in all the cities, that'd be pretty cool. Yeah, I'm in agreement, Sarah. And it, it's going to be interesting to watch this number over time um, and see where they keep the inventory at. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm gonna. I'm curious what they're gonna do, or if they want to try and get LA down. I think that they're probably okay with LA being a tier one city as they release other, you know, things or have bigger marketing. Yeah. Good with that. Let's see here. So, introducing FC Porto Momentos. 
Oh. Yeah. So they have a match coming up. So um, they only had essentials until this week. Right. That's why I was like, I thought these were already released. No. <laughs> Got it. Not <laughs> no. the mementos. Yeah. They only so just like in NFLPA Legit's uh game day, you can go oh. to the fan shops or I mean you can go to the stadiums, you can buy the mementos. Um and here with the with these they have shirts and boots. I don't know why they call them shoes. I'm not a soccer. Do they call shoes boots in soccer? I don't know. I'm not a soccer guy, and uh, I'm being serious. I think it's from Greece. Okay. Wait, what? Oh, cleats. Yeah, I know they're called cleats. I thought you said it was from Greece. I thought he was trying to help me out. Yeah, I have no idea. (laughs) (laughs) All right. But either way, so now the mementos are being uh, released. So if you're into... Is there a soccer ball? Yes. There's a game ball, so it's going to be a game soccer ball. ball, so you get a game ball. A football. A football. Um, and it works just like the NFLPA Legit. You go, to the, you go to it on game day, you go ahead, and you buy your mementos, and you can purchase a game ball. Um, now, early sale requires registration, and you can... Uh, you can do it 72 hours before a match, and you don't even need to be at the stadium to register. But to purchase it, you do have to be at the stadium. So mm. if you're big into soccer and you're big on these legits for FC Porto, definitely go ahead, get there, and buy those. Me, I will pass. Just not a soccer fan. So, I mean, I didn't buy any. Did you buy any um, mementos during the season uh, for, for football? <sighs> I think I might have, but if I did, it was... I think I might have bought a Super Bowl one. Oh. Yeah. No, I didn't buy a Super Bowl one. Uh, maybe a playoff one. I, I didn't buy much in season. Because, um, you know, as much as I love football, and I it, it's big as the NFLPA, I, I don't see the functionality in them right now. And I'd rather yeah. focus on, you know continuing to amass properties at the moment. Yeah, that's fair. All right. Thrifty Trader going on. I like these two block explorers that they have for Dallas and Arlington. What are your thoughts? I really like the Dallas one. Yeah. No, no. I think that this is this is cool. They, they always do a nice job with these Thrifty, Thrifty Trader block explorers. Yeah. I, I really haven't no, found I, one where I, I'm like, that's horrible. What were you thinking? Well, oh, not not a thrifty trader. I don't know how I feel about these new tourist ones. And last year's tourist ones, like the fanny pack and passport. <laughs> and then this year it was just like, oh, my gosh, we have to overcompensate. Let's just put a bunch of cool stuff on a tiny block explorer. Like, yeah. Chill. Yeah. But. Thrifty Trader, nothing new, same challenges, no new rules, you know, it's going on, and it's interesting. Do you think at some point in time that the Thrifty Trader Block Explorers would be a block, would they come out with Block Explorer collections, number one, and then number two, how popular would the Thrifty Trader ones being having the collections of all the cities? I mean, they do have collections already, for the record, right? They just... Because you you can complete the collection, it doesn't have it the same way as the other things do. But right, they they do actually have collections. 
Um, but I can see them doing, I would like to see them do a lot more with them. Um, but yeah, I think that these, to me, are one of my favorite collectibles. So I try to collect all the, the city ones. And there's going to be 200 of each. Um, where do you price these in today's current market after after they're awarded? <laughs> I mean, 200, I mean, those, those historically, um, the 200 mint ones usually sit in the 80 to 90 range um depending sometimes they can go up to 100 but right now i think most of those are trading in the 60s or 70s um so i would probably look to pay 60,000 upx or 50 usd for one and that would probably be what i would go out for yeah seems fair yeah I hope so. You haven't been, you've been more focused on uh, buying your cars than you have Black Explorers lately, huh? Um, yeah, but then I recently, um, somebody, I started looking at it. And I was like, oh my gosh, somebody posted some prices on some things. I was like, well, those, that's just ridiculous. I need to get on that. So, yeah, I've been back in the BE game. Honestly, I see, well, I'm, <laughs> I mean, I honestly see a huge amount of value in layer two for them. I think that they're cool and unique and they're not so highly minted that it would make an unreasonable, you know, uh, earnings dividend separator. So I can see there being a lot of potential to add passive revenue and other cool functionality to block explorers in layer two. Okay. I like it. So I like I'm I'm a big fan of block explorers. Always have been, and I've been buying a lot more. I think I bought I spent a, I don't know like fifteen hundred on block explorers this week. <laughs> Jesus. All right, Dallas and Arlington collections were revealed this week. Um, now it's just for what was released so far, and you know that there's more to the city, and there will be more to these collections to come. Over in Dallas, you have your standard collection for owning three properties in Dallas. It gives you a 1.25x multiplier. Uh, so far, they went with the two neighborhoods, Highland Park and Oak Lawn. Um, limited collection. Uh, not, nothing too crazy there. Um, so Lover's Lane and Main Street were the exclusives. What do you know about Swiss Avenue and Henderson being the rares? Absolutely nothing. <laughs> Now, there was a. I, I know you, myself, and Dizzy were throwing around text messages about what could be the ultra rare collections, and I know we talked about it on uh, the after show oh, here I on the podcast. Mm. Yeah, who shot Jr.? That. So you did call that. I, I did. I was like, they got to do that. It's like super. Like, and the reason I know that it's big is because I know nothing about this city. I've lived here for over three years now. I know nothing about this city except for that. <laughs> so, like, they, everybody talks about there's this tour and all kinds of stuff. You got to go. And I'm like, I don't want to see where this old white guy got shot. I just don't. And, and you're not referring to Can John F. Kennedy. That? Let's get that. <laughs> no. Now, now, that's the question. Anybody on the Upland staff was alive for Dallas? When, Wait, when, what? Was anybody on the Upland staff alive when Dal- oh, alive. And, and, and watched Dallas? I, I don't think anybody's old enough. 
I mean, I was little when Dallas was out, <laughs> but I didn't watch it. But I know my parents watched it. <laughs> dizzy, oh, yeah. <laughs> dizzy. I, I, I mean, yeah. Okay, there you go. NFT architect hitting it up with that information drop there. Yeah, it. it there's always some, and you know what, dizzy. Everything's not released yet, so the art you, you might have just gave a clue to other people to start buying and looking for art district type stuff, you know, coming up because there are more. <laughs> re- there's more collections to be revealed, so you might have just tipped your hat there, sir. There's no more art district though; they already released the art district. Yeah, well, I mean, secondary so market. They're not going to make it a collection then. Oh, uh, that's gonna true. Make it a collection. Uh, you're right. Sorry, yeah. you're right. Yeah, Dizzy, go back to being sad. Yeah, go back to how, being sad. How dare two stupid give you hope? <laughs> no. But we give each <laughs> other hope just to kick each other in the nuts every day, so. <laughs> yeah, Ugh. you're right. There's no more art district. <laughs> yeah, I, tr- I tried. I was trying to help Dizzy out. All right, and then Arlington. Um Small release, so not much there. Arlington, the typical collection, a limited and two exclusives. So there's more to come, more to be released. Yeah, that should be good. Have you bought anything yet in Dallas? Um, I own one airport, airport terminal. That's it. Oh, secondary market purchase? Yeah. Yeah. I had to have the home state airport, hometown airport. Yeah, I figured it makes sense. Yeah, makes sense. And actually, you know what? Not only that, well, because this is, they make a lot of money. Yeah. They don't make a lot of money. But like, okay, so what I didn't realize, because I have mine, for whatever reason, in San Francisco set to the max, because I thought everybody at San Francisco agreed to set it to the max. But obviously we haven't, you know, had an internal conversation with everybody who raced themselves to the bottom. Helen Parker be a ghost town. Yeah. Um, and so I wasn't really making any money on my San Francisco terminal. I, I get the Dallas one and it's at the minimum. It makes like a thousand up X a day on sends. It's pretty, it's pretty crazy. And then, so I changed my San Francisco one and it gets like 1500 a day. Nice. So, yeah, it actually makes a pretty significant difference. It it's almost doubles. It makes it makes the terminals almost two x collections, um, without really having to do a collection. And then you could probably still take you a while to get uh, your return on investment back on a secondary market purchase. But still, I mean, if you're getting if you paid with your property earnings already or some property sales, eh, you're good. Yeah, no, I mean, I think it's, again, it's interesting. It's still not nearly as profitable as they were portraying it to be. Yes. um, Because it's really no different than anything else at this point. So I am still hopeful that they will do something really cool with them. I mean, that I I still, I was sitting in church when they released the San Francisco airports, the first set of terminals. And I missed. And there were so many people floating around. It was horrible. We're like, oh, we got to get these. 
and, and like everybody was after him. Yeah. Yeah, that was a fun time. All right. I ended up getting one. I got the first. I got the first terminal in every one of those there, like the one, one of nine, one of eight. Yeah. Of all of the San Francisco terminals during that process. Um, and unfortunately, I'm down to one, one, one. Huh. Yeah. But you may profit off of it, so that's all. Oh that yeah. <laughs> The Upland Fantasy Football League week four results. Clyde Torres uh, came back on Monday night to beat myself. Joina beat up on Dizzy. Mars Utah smash Boulder Magic. T Davis is just killing it with his team this year. And uh, he put some hurting on DJ Shorts' Pain Hurts team. Thank me later, lost a close one to Nishirin. And Max Lifers destroyed Franklin Bombers this week. Um, and Franklin even posted last week, he's like, before uh, my team starts to suck, just know I have the most points in the league and I'm awesome and I'm going to suck the rest of the year is basically what he told us. That's insane that he could like look at his team and know that. <laughs> so, I mean, a lot of competition going on. After four weeks, you have T. Davis, Franklin Bombers, Mars, Utah, 3-1. and one. You have... Max Lifers, Thank Me Later, Boulder Magic, Nishirin, Dizzy, myself, and Choyna all at 2-2. Two and two. Clyde Torres got his first win of the season, which makes it that much more uh, rough this week. And then Payne Hurts is sitting at 0-4. What, what is the waiver wire? So that is picking up players. You actually picked up players pretty early this year. I, I was actually impressed that you've made moves of dropping and picking up players now you know when the waiver wire opens up wednesday morning and you want to get the you know oh my this running back went down and i want to get his backup and you have a budget so you're like i'm gonna i'm gonna put this amount of my budget on and whoever has the highest bid gets. but i don't understand i've i've been trading players i didn't have to pay anything right after after the after Wednesday morning, you can just swap people back and forth, which is fine. But it's that initial Wednesday morning one, so everybody has a fair share at oh. the best guy you want to grab on the waiver wire Wednesday morning, and then after that you can swap players back and forth. It opens up as you can trade in and out. It's just so oh. everybody has a fair share. You make a bid. Is that why there's never any good players when I like go Thursday morning to, to update my list? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Oh, okay. And then this week, pain, playing Pain Hurts, Choyna and Nishirin are facing off. Dizzy and Franklin Bombers are going head to head. Boulder Magic and T Davis. Thank me later and Clyde Torres and Max Lifers versus Mars Utah. So. Look at that uh, Dizzy versus Franklin matchup. Yeah. They expected to be within point one of each other. Yes. Ooh, dog. We're in for a nail-biter on that one. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, what do you have now? We'll wait for that. We'll wait for Epic's World for a minute. What, what What's with the hands? Well, I mean, well, I was getting right. I don't know what to do with my hand. I was getting ready to speak, and then you're like, shut it down. I was like, shutting it down. What do you want from me? Open it up. Go. What's going on with Ubex World? No, wait. What were you going to (laughs) say? What else you got? I was just, uh, so, 
took the family to Disney this week and uh Oh yeah, yeah. Had had a very nice time and uh ended up running into Mixplick out there. So Oh yeah. Yeah. So we had a nice time walking around, standing in line for rides. That that that's nice when you can meet up. So that's the first time that, you know, Mix has been a longtime listener of the podcast, been on it a handful of times, um, provided, you know, when they had Daily Uplander, they provided data early early on in the uh, history of the show, you know, so it was nice to finally meet him in person. Um, And it was just nice, like, talking about the community that we had back in the day when the game first started and all the ideas that we used to throw out week after week, you know, and just just how cool the community was and the the people that would help each other out look out for each other and you know some of the small bickering but you know the community kept upland rolling and uh and then we just talked about how different it is now today but i think you know as i thought about it i I thought i'm like that that's what these communities are doing in these nodes it's building the original upland in these neighborhoods with with people yeah, no, it is. That's a really interesting way to look at it. Is you know each one of these you know sub communities acts almost like um, the original community did. I like that. Yeah, yeah. And then we threw around some names like uh, Uncle Sky. Oh, Uncle Disky. <laughs> oh my gosh, I, I look at that property, everyone. You know what's crazy is. You know, whatever, we all know he was, but <laughs> he bought that property in front of the city the building hall. for me, of City Hall for a million upex. And everyone's like, oh my gosh, this guy, you know what? I would pay a million upex right now to get it back for sure. <laughs> like, does he still have that property or was it sold? Uh-huh. Oh no, I, ch- I literally just checked on it like a week ago. Because I think it's, I think you could put a Lily Corp on it, and that's what I was like, oh, man, a Lily Corp right there would be awesome. But yeah, offer him fifty bucks cash. Fifty bucks. <laughs> I know you paid me. I know you paid me essentially a thousand dollars two years ago for this property. But how about fifty dollars right now? <laughs> <laughs> Hey, everything's down. You can show them your portfolio. It's true. I got I got mouths to feed, mostly mine. Absolutely. Then I did meet uh, my biggest fan, so that was pretty awesome too. His makes his daughter is uh, oh my biggest fan. (laughs) Uh, It it was a good time, and then we talked about you know. Just some of the drama that was, and some of the drama that wasn't, some of the characters uh, in the past of the original Upland, and how how you know you had you know as the game continued to grow, you had some more uh, questionable characters come through the game, some crazier characters come through the game, and ju- just the happenings and and the future of Upland, and you know, are you? Were we more excited for the layer two aspects or what Upland was? Dude, I wish the people listening to this show could see you with this llama. I mean, like, this poor llama. Wait, why? Because you haven't. I needed you to ask me about the llama 
because you know what this weekend was? You didn't even ask me about the Texas State Fair where I got this llama. There you go. All right, so I talked about Disney with Mixed Plate. Now talk to me about the Texas State Fair. Yeah. You got a llama. I've been doing the llama. So you would ask me, where did you get the llama? Now, what are you doing with the llama? It was supposed to be, where? what's the llama about? But It's about Upland. To, to be fair, it, a little... if Upland released Upland toilet paper, you would buy a whole pack and rolls and give it to your family. So I just thought it was on the website, and I didn't question it because you buy everything that Upland puts out merch-wise. So I just thought it hit the website, you bought it, and you were just being... Oh, okay, that's fair. Yeah. So, no, I got this. I got this at the State Fair, Texas State Fair. How was that? I heard it was wildly successful. Yeah, no, it was really cool. Um, well, Doyle was out there. SSFTG was out there. Um, uh, uh, our boy Ryan Miano uh, stopped by. It was really cool. Um, how many oh, days did you go to the Doctor Nobu? How many days did you go to the three. booth? You were at the booth all three days. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I went to the booth all three days. Um, the fair, first of all, is absolutely insanity. Like it is, it is the biggest fair, the biggest state fair in the world. Um, there's like two stadiums, like a whole like five car lots, people selling cars. It was, I can't even describe how big it was in the food, but it was so ridiculously expensive. It was crazy. What kind of Oh, yeah. Um, he has a llama tattoo now. Like legit? Uh-huh. Like right where it was in Vegas. Yeah. But is, and it's his little llama with the VR. Nice. Yeah. It's cool. Yeah. Now, did you work the booth or just hang out at the tattoo. booth? or? No, I was just uh, hanging out at the booth. Um, stop by. Oh, we had uh, Upex World cozies um, that we gave out, which was cool. Um, hung out with. Oh, dang it! Where's my Squirrel. where's my shirt? Oh no no no! Because they gave me they gave me a custom thank me later shirt. Oh really? Like it was like a jersey. Yeah, it was a jersey. That's awesome. Uh, oh, it might be. Is it might be in the alpaca bag? I mean, the bag that is obviously llamas. <laughs> the alpaca um, bag. Yeah, there was a little kerfuffle because um, I needed a bag for the event, and I was handed by my fiance an alpaca bag. And I was like, are you kidding me? You want me to go to a llama? Con- <laughs> Why? A llama convention with a, um alpaca bag? Nice. Look at that. Why'd you get Deuce Deuce, though? That's me. Oh, because it's the year 2022, I guess. Uh, Everybody had 2022. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yours would have been way better for this. This would have been perfect for you. Oh, too bad. Oh, well, maybe it's like me and you now. There you go. There you go. There, there you go. go. Podcast represent. Podcast represent. No, it was cool. Um, it was, I heard it was really successful. Uh, X1 said that they were. They got more signups in the first day at the fair than they did their entire time at uh, NYC NFT um, or NFT NYC, whatever, Yeah, uh, which was really cool. 
there was a, I mean, you could just see people were interested. It was a, it was a completely different environment. There's really nothing else like it. When you think about other metaverses, you can't imagine Decentraland or Sandbox. First of all, like, I, how do you get them interested in it? And then they can't really sign up while they're there. Right. Right. Like, you know why? Because it's not mobile. You can't do it on your phone. You know what people were doing? They were going, signing up for Upland. They got to spin a wheel. Upland sent them bonus UpX. That's the way to do it. Yeah. Like, and th- that's a great point, too, is, and they also said, look, we just opened Dallas. We just opened Arlington, and it's places that they're familiar with. So they're like, oh, I can go buy, you know, grandma's house or my house or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it was cool. And they had really cool swag, like these little llamas. So did they give that to you, or did you buy that? No, they gave it to me. Okay. I got, I got Fair enough. Swag. Yeah, cause they, were giving, they were giving these out at the booth. Oh, okay. So that, like, like if you came and, and like played one of their games, you got a llama. What kind of games do they have? Uh, like cornhole, and like one that was like cornhole, but football, I guess. I don't know. I've never heard of a cornhole football thing. Well, it's the same beanbag and whole concept, but it's like a vertical wall with like scoring things. So you're like tossing the beanbag into a football stadium. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I do. <laughs> yeah, just I, was like, your hard time. I, knew, I was like, you knew immediately what I was saying, and then you were just like, let's see how long he'll do this. <laughs> okay. All right, so. Now you were giving but, out up at, oh, oh, no, go for it. But what? Well, so had some amazing. So I'm going to be very interested. Uh, well, I guess I can't really say too much, but there is some stuff coming up that is going to be really cool and really big. I'm pretty excited. Um, specifically, and I be, I'm just, I'm more excited about to see how it goes uh, with in-game communication. Yeah, that's so, still intriguing. There's going to be a lot of big things related to that. That's been talked about for two years now. Yeah. No, I think, well, again, we'll see. We'll see how they actually implement it, um, and then we'll see how the how it helps the community. Yeah. So what's going on with the UpX world? Oh, man. UpX world is a whole other beast. Um, things are going really good. So, uh, we're, we've ironed out a lot of the foundational elements of, uh, the, the game and the experiences that are going to be first brought to the game. Uh, we got official partnership, uh, approval with steam. So our, um, like the gaming platform steam, where you have the portfolio with all the badges and the, and you can brag to your friends and like all the major games like to release on there. Yeah, like that one. That's huge, yeah. man. No, congrats, man. That's, <laughs> yeah, that like, is huge. <laughs> it, yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, we'll have achievements, and you'll be able to, you know, see your friends online. There'll be reviews. Twitch streams get attached to that community. Um, it's it's a really big moment for us, but it, I want everyone to know, like, I haven't lost my eye on mobile. We're going to release on Steam because it's the easiest and it's going to be our core platform that we'll build out for other 
um, gaming devices. Time out. The what? guy, the guy that always preaches that it's got to be on mobile because I'm a mobile guy. I'm, I'm a, it's got to be I, here for, it's got to be know. here. <laughs> and you're not releasing mobile first. Come, come. Okay. Hey, 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 the, the pot's hey. calling kettle. No. And that's why I was literally saying, <laughs> even though it's there, we are still dedicated to a Q1 iOS and Android app release. Okay. Mobile is important. Okay. Uh, Jeez. You do the same for me. <laughs> <laughs> I would hope so. You know so. Mm. You know so. Uh, yeah. And then I will talk about 11.11. I was getting there. Oh my gosh! Backseat. Drive. So you got a new roommate? I mean, how long is he staying? I, don't I mean, know, he's got man. squat. I think he's got squatter rights now. I think so. I live here now. Yeah, like <laughs> this was a hundred percent. If you give a mouse a cookie situation, I just keep feeding. I, it's like I need to stop feeding, and that's what it is. And then maybe he'll he'll go back home. No. But like, didn't he just bring um, two t-shirts? Awesome. So who's, is he wearing your girl's clothes? Cause I, I know, really I know he can't it. fit your clothes. So is he wearing your girl's clothes when she's at work? And <laughs> just for fun, just for, wait, 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 what? <laughs> wait, what? That's not happening. <laughs> Where did this go so wrong? Um, so 11, 11 NFT, um, Gallery is bringing the 1111 experience to UpX World. Uh, we had a great stream about it last night. Check it out on Twitch. It'll be there for a couple more days, and then there'll be some highlights on YouTube. Uh, we are going to be launching a lot of information around that because art submissions are going to be open here uh, probably this weekend. This weekend. And so that is going to be an exciting first step. No, that that's great. What so? Yeah, and then wait, what? No, go, keep going. Sorry, there's so much that I get. I gotta make sure I don't miss anybody because we got we got the Red Ninjas. Oh, not the no, the Hyde Park Ninjas. The Red Always Ninjas. Wait, no, are, are the Hyde Red Park Ninjas going to fight the High Park Ninjas? Get out of here, Hyde Park Ninjas versus the Red Ninjas. Battle go. <laughs> Oh, you, you can squirrel me for an episode and I do just one segment where I squirrel you and you're losing it. Yeah, that's how it works. Um, so the high park you been married? You know, this is how that works. <laughs> uh, oh, the Hyde Park Ninjas. They have their village is being designed now. And I, I got the, the final sketches from the, the designer. It looks amazing. I am very excited to see the Ninja X-Lander. Um, it's going to be really cool. Uh, I think it's going to be a great experience for uh, the players. Uh, and we're interested. I, I think everyone would be interested as well on the economics, on how they're managing uh, a Layer 1 uh, NFT game in a completely different way. Uh, so definitely want to tune in more for that. Nice. A lot of going on. So very excited for that. Um, when uh, when do you think you'll be able to integrate something with Upland? Do you have that on your timeline just yet? I know there's a lot of development, a lot of stuff going on, but you know, oh. wh- where are you in that timeline with 
actually yeah, having so things go live. Yeah, so that'll be on the Steam store. Yeah, so okay. that'll be on the Steam store. Um, that is going to be part of the Upland meta phases. So that's where we have uh, been showing the, uh, I don't know, if, did you see the demo with the Bones Baboa? We were blowing up buildings yep. and it was turning into a carnival. Yes. So like those kind of experiences and things, those will be tied into Upland um, starting uh, when it launches. Okay. Nice. You got a target yeah. date yet for for soft launch? I, I don't. I can tell you that 11.11 is planning on going live on 11.11. So <laughs> trying not to count down the 28 days till that happens, but um, or whatever, 32. Anyway. 36. Sure. <laughs> so <laughs> no big deal there. Just have to make sure that we have the entire platform ready. Um, so that way he can launch, but whatever. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Or he's got to wait a whole year. <laughs> or that. Or he can wait a whole year. All right. Um, you got anything else before we get out of here this week? Um, no, I don't think so. I think let's call this one. Outstanding. All right, everybody have fun. Make sure you definitely tune into the Apex World streams that's going on. Keep up to date with that. And always, uh, if you guys have some trades you want us to break down, nobody's sending us anything, so I guess trades aren't happening or they're fair or they're just so horrible, nobody wants us to, to break it down for you. Definitely send them to us. Any questions you want, um, we should do a roundtable again soon. Um, it's been a minute. Yeah, no, we, um Yes, agreed. Yeah. Um, and then uh, I'll get with you off the air. I, I'm The basketball season starting, and I got to start selling some properties so I can go watch these basketball games I paid for tickets for. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, so much. It's, just, it's just been so busy leading up to Disney. So I, I've had yeah. no time. Now I'm back from that. And now it's just kind of like relax the Thanksgiving time frame. Um, so so right. it should be pretty chill. Yeah, just make it to Thanksgiving. That's just, right. Yeah, no, nothing going on. We're like, uh, we gotta just gotta stop everything, and we'll be fine. So, session traveling. Oh. I got ahead of myself. Sorry. Uh, we were so close to getting three stars on this one. Yeah. It is what it is. <laughs> Three stars is good enough. But yes, everybody have fun. Be safe. We'll see you out there in the metaverse until next week. The Ovix Podcast with the property expert. If it's happening in Upland, it's the place you want to check first. With your host who's stupid to win and thank me later. Bringing a strategy, news, and cool charts with all the data. This is Upland, where the metaverse goes down. Genesis, San Fran, Rio, and all around. Don't miss a week, you never know what they'll say next. It's the Upland Property Access, baby, UPX.